Hey there, sis, and welcome to Tech Girls Cast, the podcast that is designed to empower aspiring female technologists to make their mark in the tech industry without getting lost in the process. My name is Jacqueline Corley, and I've been in the tech world for over 10 years, so I know what works and doesn't work when it comes to making your tech transition as smooth as possible. Join me every Wednesday as I give you my best tips and advice to make your transition into the tech world the best that it could possibly be. I'm so thankful that you are here and I cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Let's do this, sis. Hey, hey, hey there, sis, and welcome back to the podcast. I am elated for this week's episode, and it's because I have two people on here who, honestly, if it wasn't for them, I would not even be here, and those are my parents, John and Jeanette Walter, and I am so happy to have them on the podcast this week, and this is actually an episode that I have been wanting to do for a long time because so many people ask me, how did you get involved in tech? And what was your motivation? Like, how did you get introduced to a computer? What what really was behind that? And I usually tell people this very, very simple line. You know, one day my parents brought home a computer and that was history. And that's usually all that I say. But in this episode, you guys are going to get to hear pretty much the nooks and crannies or the different nuts and bolts of what even motivated my parents to bring home a computer in the first place, why I was so connected to it, and how it actually led me to do what I'm doing today. And so this episode is really going to be a treat for you guys, and I know that you're going to walk away with so many nuggets. I do want to give you guys a disclaimer. My parents are not at all involved in the tech industry. They are both educators at heart, though. And so I believe that's one of the reasons why I am so passionate just about education in general is because of what they bring to the education table. And so without further ado, I would love to introduce you to my parents, John and Jeanette Walter. So mom and dad, I am so happy that you all are on the podcast this week. How are you both doing today? doing great okay awesome awesome so like i said every time i talk to people they ask me how i got in tech and i always say well my parents brought home a computer and the rest was history so can you take us back to when you all brought home the computer and what motivated you all to do so well when we brought home the computer we have other children there, and at that time, they were starting to use computers a lot at school to do homework, and we wanted to get one for you at, you all at the house so that you could be able to do your homework. On this time, we didn't know a lot about how to use the computer, and uh, when we brought it in, um, there was three of you who were out the young ones who were really who really knew about the computer and how it works because they did it at school. 
But before that, you had got a small computer as a Bunnix uh, computer, and we noticed how well you got acquainted with that computer and learned how to do things on it. And uh, you seem to figure out that all by yourself without us having to uh, show you. Then after we got the computer for all of you, um, you were the one who was on there mostly and figuring out how to to uh, use the computer. And you did a really good job because the older ones were watching you. And I remember this game that was on there. Well, it was a little thing about with an airplane, landing an airplane. And uh, you knew how to do that. And you just seemed to know how just really be interested in working with the computers. And we thought that uh, you were a really smart girl anyway. So we um, watched you when you were using the computer. At the time, we didn't have an internet, but you were working and kind of teaching everybody how to do games and things that were on there. So uh, that is actually when we first, we got the second computer, the big computer. And uh, we were kind of amazed at what you were doing. And we thought you would be teaching, but we had no idea you would be teaching computers. <laughs> yeah, I honestly forgot about that phonics computer for a minute. I can't believe that slipped my mind. Um, how old was I when I had that computer? Do you remember? Uh, you were in uh, kindergarten. It was your Christmas present. Oh, wow. I was that young? I was thinking it was maybe second or third grade. <laughs> no, it was, actually, it was first grade because you were at first grade at Elmo Oh, okay. Yeah, I really thought it was much later than that. Wow. <laughs> that even surprises me, um, you know, over 30 years later hearing that. Uh, wow. Um, Dad, do you have anything to add to that? Or what was your perspective on how I was using computers at that time? Well, uh, it was uh, very interesting. Uh, uh, we, when we heard about your computer, you know, we had a, a lot of things going on with it, you know. And uh, I figured one day that you would be uh, really good at computing and get, get everything figured out. We had trouble. I think we were losing a lot of, you decided from, we were losing a lot of turrets inside the computer where we were going with the butterflies and everything. You mean with how to do the mouse and all that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, she did teach us a lot about that. So, <laughs> yeah, so we finally got into computers once we started learning a little bit about them. <laughs> yeah. So... I want to go into the internet days because one of the main reasons is because you all know that Wi-Fi and Ethernet is out, of course, right now. But um, take us back to, I believe it was probably the 1990s is what I want to say, when there was like internet connection through the phone. <laughs> Tell us what y'all thought about that and the experience of that. So either one of you can can speak on that. But what was that like? And how was that different from internet today with all the data plans and Wi-Fi? <laughs> um, well, 
<laughs> then um, we were we had a computer, which our oldest daughter got. It was a Dell computer, but uh, we were doing yeah. The way we were getting on it was by dial up. So I guess that's what's different about then and today. It was dial up, so you had to wait until it dialed up, and you can't couldn't watch TV while you were doing the computer. And I was very slow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and right, and like she said, you couldn't watch TV, but also there was one other thing you couldn't do. You couldn't use the phone, right? That's right. So That's right. I. Yeah, so I know I ended up having some um, computer restrictions after a while. <laughs> Tell everybody about what those were, because um, I, I know that this part is going to be a little funny, but... Tell me why uh, y'all decided to put me on computer time restrictions and what was going on in your head. <laughs> well, I had to be certain times on the computer because it was, I think, what, 10 o'clock and time to go to bed ready for school in the morning. So it's, mm -hmm. uh, it, it was uh, very close to bedtime and everything. I had to put it down and everything. Okay. What about when uh, someone wanted to use the phone? Uh, what was my restrictions there? Um, well, when you wanted to use the phone, I guess you had to wait until um, we, we were looking for a call or something. So you had to wait to get on it. Yeah. And yeah. The, the part that used to get frustrating sometimes was when I actually had to complete a project and I remember I had to complete a project early. So I already had limited time um, to do it. So I had to really explain that. I remember. <laughs> and um, I remember turning in the project and getting an A plus um, and I was happy that I did. But I remember how many hours I had to stay on the computer. I think it was about maybe three to four hours so I could actually get it all done because I had to meet my teacher's time. And I just remembered thinking, man, nobody's going to be able to use the phone until I'm done. I hope they're not upset. <laughs> but Well, yeah. it was nighttime. And, you know, like I said, we did watch you. We did other things. But uh, whenever you had to do to do homework, uh, we let you get through with it, but we kind of wanted you to hurry up before <laughs> your time was out. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy, and 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 Dad mentioned cell phone. I remember, you know, when they had. I remember when he first got the cell phone like they were not like they are today um i mean it was crazy that'd probably be another conversation for another day but many of you listening to this you know you may be actually on you know, the internet right now listening to us at the same time that you're browsing something or you might be on social media right now but back then we were not able to do that there was no wi-fi there was no data plans we didn't have a certain number of gigabytes or unlimited ability to get online as long as you pay your bill um there was none of that then and so um now i want you to kind of just tell me about the importance of exposure because this episode is called exposure and one of the reasons why i believe it's a very unrecognized key to success in tech is because 
there are many ladies, especially listening to this, that feel that they do not have the ability to be in tech. But a lot of times these same people have had an exposure to a computer in some way, whether they were doing another job or somebody showed them how to do it or they took a typing class. And so can y'all explain to me what exposure means to you in regards to exposing children or exposing people to things to help them accomplish their dreams? Okay, well, um, I think that in like in schools where I work, um, the computer is used a lot in different jobs there, even in uh, pre-K, which where I work, we have to use the computers to log in how many kids ate breakfast and who's gonna, how many is gonna go to lunch, and we have to do attendance and attendance goes on the computer, and just about everything now is going to the uh, computer and technology, and so um, I think that everyone should be able to. Um, use the computer in some sort of way. Can you tell them how else that you use the computer? Yes, I, you know, you being exposed to computers with my job also. When I'm going to go to work and everything and expose you to ordering and supplies and everything, to my emails, uh, carry on a daily uh, task. You know, uh, it's very important. Yeah, and just for, you know, Everybody, everybody's use of the computer because now you have to fill applications yeah. out and even if you're not into computers, there it's good that people can have them at home where they're applying for jobs and just things like even ordering uh, something from Walmart, uh, like food, and I do that a lot, but you can have it um, delivered or pick up. And so it's just um, important for us, everyone to know about computers. And I'm even interested in getting a little bit further knowledge in computers because of where I work. There's a lot of things I would like to do uh, for the kids. Yeah, and that's that's so, so good because you made a good point about how most of us are introduced to computer basically on our everyday lives now. There was something that um, I have a friend who always says, even if you're not a techie, um, we're still, you know, we all still are involved in tech in some way, even if that's not your job. I was actually um, talking about this on my Instagram today, how there was somebody that I was interviewing, they're leading a tech organization, and they thought that they didn't work in tech because they didn't have a technical role. And that's not necessarily true. There are a lot of different things that you can do in tech or with a computer that don't involve you coding or doing anything technical like I teach. So I think it's just really important to highlight that we all use computers every day. And if you're somebody that thinks that you can't actually be in tech, that's actually one given that shows you that you could whether you code or not is really up to you. But that's just one given that everybody does every day almost that shows that you could be part of it. So that's really good. Yeah. So the other, uh, oh, did you want to say something else? <laughs> uh, well, I just want to say, uh, 
on my on my new job, at my old job, I just got uh, we did a lot of paperwork on computer. I'm talking about everything on computer, I'm talking about the background checks and everything. You know, getting the, the job process and getting hired. Uh, even if we had to do our email and and also I had to do uh, my W two forms, everything we we had to do on our background checks in order to get hired and everything. And uh, I'm also completing my paperwork now, doing a direct deposit, everything, uh, benefits. I'm talking some of the some of the students got to do like their, their own benefit package on the on the computer. You know, we just a uh, big thing. You know, you got you, you know you need it. You know, to operate. Yes. Yes. And one thing that is a very good benefit, I'm glad that you said that, Dad, because there are a lot of people who we call the older generation that sometimes they don't understand the benefit of computers. And that's actually one benefit. It makes it a lot easier to now do things like background check and, um, you know, all the other HR paperwork even that we have to do when we get jobs and just things like that. And so um, I remember um, once again, someone from the older generation telling me, well, you're going to have to know math because one day you're not going to have to, well, you're not ever going to walk around with a calculator. Well, that's quite not not quite true. Now everybody's cell phone has a calculator on it. So just wanting to um, just show that there's so many things that used to be done, especially if it was on paper, that actually have been enhanced today because of the security mechanisms and things that we do have with computers. So really the other thing that I just wanted to ask you all about is I know that we had the conversation about how we got a computer and what motivated you to do that and just kind of how involved I was in it. But I want to get your perspective on when I started coding. <laughs> what? <laughs> and they laughed because most, and I say this, um, it's so funny because most of my family gets afraid of, of actually coding. <laughs> it's so funny. But I want to y'all to talk about what's your perspective on me actually learning to code and getting into software development. So I want to hear that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know too much about coding. That's one of the things. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm glad that you have found something with to do with the computers that you like and you have a real interest in, interest in, and it's kind of towards your dreams. And, um, basically that you're happy that you found something you wanted to really teach, um, the society, the people, everyone, and that, and showing that the ladies that they can do things that, um, men do, like, uh, you always, People who I talked to always told me about how um, men doing computers, and I saw that when you graduated, how you were the one, uh, the one lady in the class that graduated computer science. And I just, uh, like I said, I'm glad I didn't really know then what you were going to really do with computers. I was thinking of you just teaching it. But and when you came up with things like coding, like I said, I did not know about. But um, I'm just happy that you found 
what you want to do with computers and that it is helping others who didn't know that that was something they could do. Coding was something they could do. Yeah. I think it's a really good thing. Thank you, mom. And I'm glad that you said you're happy that you found that I found what I want to do with computing. Because one thing that people don't know is that computer science does not equal software developer, it doesn't equal, you know, coding, it doesn't equal actually getting into a developer's job, it will help you. But a lot of people think that computer science is just that. And there are so many different aspects of computer science. I would argue that there's probably close to hundreds, if not more than that, things that you can do in computer science. So when people ask me about it, I say, yes, you could learn to code with it. But understanding where you want to be in computing sciences, I think, is more important. I found coding and database development to be mine and, and web design and all those types of things. But there are people who get into things like cybersecurity, which merges um, computing and criminal justice, um, things like ed tech, which is educational technology. Um, there's also something called instructional technology that you actually use tools to instruct people with the technology, you know, where a lot of us are used to the whiteboard instruction where you use the marker and eraser for people to teach or the chalk. But now they've got instructional technology like smart boards and all those types of things. So you can actually figure out where you want to be. It's just a matter of doing some deep you know, reflection and really thinking about what interests you. So I love that, mom. Thank you. Dad, what was your perspective on me coding? <laughs> well, it's kind of interesting because I knew a friend of one, one of the choir members, she, she coded and I said, what coding? I don't understand what coding are, really. <laughs> uh, it's, it's something I did not know, but, you know, you know you got to explain it to him anyway. Before I close it out, I like, I like to speculate one more thing. I like, you know, what computers really helps out. You know, mm -hmm. I, I know code and everything, but still, you know, sometimes uh, some people say, how you find another job? How you find a job like that? I did all of them too. I got, I got my brother May on Indeed.com, and I can apply for a job, a job in about three or four minutes. I mean, this computer is just quick, you know? Mm -hmm. This is live, they're alive. I'm doing it all the time, you know? Yeah. Uh, but jobs and everything, and that's how I stay in Florida, you know? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I love that Dad said that because that just leads into the career aspect of how computers mm -hmm. help because mm -hmm. I will just say, if you are a modern-day person trying to get into software software development or really anybody trying to get into software development, computing, any type of thing, if you do not have a LinkedIn account, what are you doing? <laughs> and I say it like that because not just because a lot of people don't realize that LinkedIn's been around for over 18 years. I didn't even realize that until um, about a few months ago when I found that out, but it has. But it's evolved into so many amazing things today. You can find jobs on there. You can literally create a profile that basically is your resume that you can use to submit to jobs if they ask for that type of submission. You can literally have professionals 
um, message you on LinkedIn. A lot of times people reach out to you on there, um, even asking you to apply for things. I've had people message me once I set up my profile based on, you know, what it is that I do. I had people message me for not only jobs, but other opportunities. Um, I talked about on the last episode how I was able to book a private lunch with the CEO of the State Chamber of Oklahoma, but you want to know something? He reached out to me. So there's so many different ways that you can really display who you are and what you do in this industry on social media, but it starts with you stepping out and telling the world who it is that you are before they can really give you those opportunities. And that's basically what my dad has done by going on, you know, indeed.com, putting his resume out or wherever else he's put them out because he's told them, this is who I am. This is what I have. This is what I'm looking for. These people find him. And so once again, go get LinkedIn (laughs) or if not, if you don't have it already, please do. I know some people who are a little bit older may have to get used to LinkedIn, but honestly, it's, it's today's modern job board. And I think that so many of you would really appreciate it if you're not on there already. You can even go on there and add skills to what you already have. So it's such an amazing site and I definitely recommend it for anyone who's not yet on it. So go ahead um, with whatever else you would like to say, because this is now the part of the episode where I would love for you all to just provide any encouragement to um, maybe even some parents of young people who um, maybe they've heard about technology or computers or coding, but they don't know how to get their kids into it or anything encouraging that you want to say. What would you want to say in that regard? But you know, I just want to say one. Well, I want to say about my what my instructor said today. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it kind of moved me a little bit. You know, because you can see like all the younger younger people right that uh, uh, deal with the uh, computers. And he said, "Well, you might got have an older guy up to like six or seven years old don't know what it, what button to push and all these other stuff." You know, mm-hmm. and he don't know how to do this. He don't know how to do that. And I just listened to him and what he was saying. I'm trying to instruct in my class today. You know, but mm-hmm. I, I be on the computer all the time, and I'm sick. You know, <laughs> yeah. I just laughed at him. I didn't say nothing. You know, <laughs> yeah, I be on the computer. I'm gonna get on the computer in a minute and do my uh, direct department. For my, for my, uh, you know. And well, like, I guess what I want to say uh, about that is, uh, like he was saying in a way, um, some young people they have um, yeah. young. Um, uh, children and who know how to do computer things, um, I encourage them to help out the older people and explain to them how uh, the computer is an important thing. Help them learn how to work it because they don't know yeah. about computers if they've never been in school, like the older generation. Mm-hmm. When computers came out, they started getting more and more when uh, the children when they started school, when, like in the, I'd say in the 90s, where um, they started using computers a lot, everybody was learning about computers. And like I, like I say, we didn't know about computers, but we know the kids did it at school. They used them at school. And I would just like encourage them to help out them whenever they needed help with it, like mom and dad or 
whatever is important for them to know too because sometimes they're not around to do things for them yeah. so and that would be you know what i say yeah. about it and uh, also i had paperwork i had to sign with the mouth with the computer mm -hmm. mouth i had to sign it and all, all the paper that i went over i, I just hit enter and then it just download on the paper that i had to sign I had to sign everything by the mouth, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad I knew about computer. I remember when I was in Texas, uh, this other guy, uh, he worked with me, he, and then he, got, he showed me how to do computer. I didn't even know how to do it first. I remember when I was in Texas in 1996. He taught me all about computer. I didn't know nothing about computer, man, about Tyson or nothing. He showed me everything. You know, that's how I learned. And I had no secretary. And I know my, my job, old job when I'm starting right now, I'm going to be doing computer typing everything, saving everything, type, type, doing uh, emails and everything. I got to do it by myself. So, you know, that I know computer. Yeah, and I love that you both said that, especially mom talking about, you know, the younger people helping the older people that don't understand. And one thing I do want to say to those of you who do have the skills to help older people, please know that even though it's 2022, that this is not the only time that, you know, people, some people were not always um, either interested in computers or didn't always feel like they could use them. Actually, back in the 1970s, when um, laptops and things were starting to come out, there was a lot of pushback on it for the exact same reason. So just understand that there's going to be people in every generation, no matter <laughs> what age or who that really doesn't understand how to do it, because now we're about to go into this uh, season of, you know, virtual reality and meta and the metaverse and, and all that stuff. I feel like my children are going to be teaching me a lot more about that because I feel like I don't already don't have as much of an interest in it. <laughs> I'm still stuck in web two right now we've got or web three or now we've got i think web three coming out now so i'm <laughs> i already figure feel like i'm gonna have to figure that out as you, as you see i stutter talking about it because i really that's not my my area i feel like my children are gonna have to teach me that so i feel like in 15 years tiana's probably gonna say mom why don't you got your virtual reality glasses yet i mean come on what you doing you oldie like <laughs> that's what i feel like she's gonna tell me so um yes, it's just it yeah it, it's just amazing to to see and then probably her brother's gonna be like yeah mom what you doing you taking too long you know don't you work in tech like that's probably what they're gonna tell me <laughs> so <laughs> but anyway um i'm so glad that y'all shared that and it's it's crazy to to know just how tech is really evolving but like i said there's always going to be different generations and different people of different ages that are going to need to be helped with technology because there's more than just computers and things with technology so um any last encouraging words that you all want to say i have this group on um was on facebook called teach it up and in it, there's teachers and assistants, and anyone who teaches welcome to join it. But uh, I just wanted, the reason I have it is because I want them to share their craft with others. You know, you just, you can um, share and trade and show, you know, things that uh, you can do to help other people. And just uh, maybe you have something that you didn't want to show or uh, some way how to work out a problem um 
according to your craft. And all I wanted to say was just share your craft. Yes. And what else would you add, Dad? Well, um, really, uh, I did the same thing uh, that she said. Uh, well, maybe we said the same thing. Share your craft and everything. Yes. Well, I am so glad that you both were on this episode. I'm sure that those of you listening have really enjoyed this. And if you were wondering, how in the world did I get started in computers? What was the thing that really got me started? Well, now you know. Um, Maybe they'll be back for a part two sometime. Who knows? But (laughs) um, I have enjoyed having them on. And I just wanted to say thank you. Um, not just for being on, but also being great parents that always make sure that their children get introduced to opportunities that align with them. So thank you for that as well. <laughs> thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Have a great uh, night. And everyone, um, have a beautiful rest of the week. All right. Thank you. Now, wasn't that an amazing episode? I hope you guys got to learn a little bit more, not just about me, but my journey into tech and my interest in computers. And I also hope that you guys really took away a lesson about exposure because there are people who are watching you right now that know that you're trying to transition into this industry or maybe you're already in this industry and you're feeling like maybe you're not really making that much of a difference, I can assure you that there's somebody right now, no matter what age they are, whether they are a young girl like I was when my parents brought home a computer, or whether they're an adult, or even they're just a little, little kid that doesn't even know exactly how to really use a computer in the best form yet. Somebody is watching you. And your transition into this industry is important because those are the people who are you are going to impact and inspire the most. So if it's tough right now, you know what I always like to say, keep going because one day you are definitely going to appreciate the fact that you never gave up. So thank you guys for listening once again to this week's episode of the podcast. We will see you all in another week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tech Girls Cast. If you'd like to leave your personal story about how this podcast is impacting your life, please feel free to email me at podcast at techgirlscode.com or leave me a podcast review. I love hearing your stories and I can't wait to share them with those who may need to hear them as well. I look forward to all the future episodes and what I will be sharing with you. But until next week, sis, I'll talk to you then.